Throwback to School, the podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school and whether it's good anymore or not. Uh, we've already introduced ourselves. Liza, mm-hmm. we're talking about something that you liked in high school. That's right. Uh, and something that I, again, this is a recurring theme in this podcast, something I had not seen until you made me watch it. Yes, I locked you up in a room and forced mm-hmm. you, and you only told me after, yep. per usual. You, lo- you locked me in a theater with all of your closest friends. Um <laughs> Yeah. We the watched, true lies away. The true lies away. <laughs> we watched 13 going on 30. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Gagne. Mm-hmm. And uh, I almost Marky called him. Rufies. I almost called him Eric Bana. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. They both played <laughs> They both played the Hulk, I think is the the, the thread there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mark Ruffalo, Judy Greer, mm-hmm. Andy Serkis. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was. Some other folks. Some maybe other folks. Here and there. The, the lead, the female lead from John Carter, one of the biggest box office bombs in history. She plays Wendy. Oh, poor I looked Wendy. It, I looked it up today because, like, I was like, <laughs> I wonder what else she's been in. I was like, oh, she was in, oh, right. I feel that like movie. she, she's a, she's like the preamble to both Jessica Chastain and, oh, uh, what's her face? Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Other redheads. <laughs> yeah, she's like the poor man's redhead. I mean, she's redhead. she is gorgeous, oh, of and like I. So um, we're gonna kind of jump around the movie a little bit. But when we saw the movie in the theater for your your birthday, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the movie, I was like, because in the movie, Wendy, Mark Ruffalo's fiance, mm-hmm. is nothing but polite the entire movie, oh, and like she's a sweetheart. And so like I I rewatched the movie again today. And I was like, because I think some, maybe my wife mentioned that, um, well, maybe she was like a little curt to her at, you know, like when, when Jennifer Garner knocks on the door. No, she's like, she holds a conversation. She's like, I'll tell him you said hi. You know, like, thanks for stopping by. And I was like, wow, she is so nice. (laughs) There's not like, and it's not like she closed the door and then you find out Mark Ruffalo was like in the apartment. He's like, who's that? Nobody. You know, like. That like some movies no, would do. There's nothing wrong with the character from what you're. You're also given like yeah one percent of this character's personality. You're given no reason to dislike her whatsoever. No. But at, it's still in the meanwhile, you're like, I hope Mark Ruffalo and Jennifer Garner end up together. Yeah. And it's like this poor Wendy. She's just <laughs> she's just darling and like just nice to everybody. And just at like, least with the boyfriend that Jennifer Garner has as an adult, the mm-hmm. the dummy hockey player yeah. model. Person. I have I have a um, very vain comment to make about the men in this movie, but we can get to it eventually. But yes, well, I they're at least with him. All I was gonna say was that they they don't you you're not supposed to like him from no, the get go. No, no, no. Like, he a, makes crass comments. He's a doofus. He's a meathead. He's yeah, like we you don't care. Yeah, but with Wendy, it's like they didn't even try to do that. They no, were just like yeah, she's the sweetest person on earth. I know, she's an angel. <laughs> yeah, and fuck her. Yeah, I guess right. <laughs> It was almost like the movie had no idea that like they were intending for these two other characters to get together. Like they were telling a separate story. Yeah, they introduced a lovely character. And they were like, but what if she's like lovely and yeah. polite? No, but the main point is for the other two to get together. Yeah, yeah but I really I'm like yeah. invested in Wendy now. Yeah, like it was yeah, like we're all team Wendy here, actually, aren't we? Like all the screenwriters are like, aren't we team Wendy? Um so yeah. Thirteen going on thirty. 
the uh, it is a basically a not a remake of Big, but an homage to Big. Mm. It's it's very much like to the point where, and I looked up uh, a ten things you didn't know about Thirteen Going on Thirty thing mm. today. One of them is obviously this movie is kind of influenced by Big. Mm-hmm. The scene where Jennifer Garner looks in the mirror and she goes ah when she when she wakes up and she's thirty mm-hmm. is also is like a shot for shot remake of Jay- of Tom oh, Hanks doing that. You know I don't know Big very well. That's interesting. Yeah, and the um, her transforming mm-hmm. happens at the thirteen minute mark, which happens in Big also. Thirteen minute mark of the movie. Yeah, of thirteen going on thirty. Huh. Yeah. Wow, all these, uh, the the number yeah. fiend out there yeah. are getting their... Look at their conspiracy whiskers. antennas are going up. Yeah. Um, so this is a movie that is a, it's a it's a wish fulfillment, mm-hmm. age, coming of age, aging movie, where yeah. <laughs> young... With a, just a teensy bit of magic. Yes, young Jenna mm-hmm. is, can't wait to be 30. Everything mm-hmm. about her life is just like, I just want to be grown up. She wants boobs. She wants independence. All this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. She and wants boys to like her. She wants, boys. she wants girls to like her. Yeah. So popular she, girls. It's her birthday, and she's having a, a party with her like lifelong best friend Maddie. Mm-hmm. And then she decides to invite like the popular girls, mm-hmm. which who are like the plastics. They're the plastics. They are proto plastics. Mm-hmm. Actually, was this after? This was after Mean Girls. This is after Mean Girls. Wow. Yeah. So they are. Well, okay. Um, I want to say real quick. The young girl that they got to play Judy Greer's younger self, spot. I know on she looks like casting. a mouse too. <laughs> I could not believe it, and like I, as soon as I spot her, I was like, "That's gonna be young Judy Greer." Mm-hmm. I was just like, and like, of course it was. I was just like, "Wow, they nailed that." I know. I was just like the little the girl that plays young Jenna, uh, Jennifer Gardner's mm-hmm. youthful self. You're like, yeah, sure, she's a cute little brunette. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? But the Judy Greer one yeah. is like, are they related? Like, it's creepy a little bit. Apparently, well um, that. the the young Jenna, that actress, had never acted before. This is her first role. <laughs> and when she walked on set, Jennifer Garner was like, oh, my God. Like, you're me when I was 13. <laughs> she's like, because she's like gangly. And like, mm-hmm. she was just like, you're like, and I don't know. They obviously don't like look identical in the face. But she was just like, you guys found like a spitting image of me when I was 13. That's so funny. And... Later in another movie, um, she play she plays younger Jennifer Garner in another movie. Again. Really? Yeah. Oh. In a uh, Ghost of Girlfriends Pass with McConaughey. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, I haven't either. But that was another factoid was that like she goes on to play Jennifer Garner again <laughs> in a different movie. So she's like her her stu- her youth stunned double. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. So yeah, she has this party. She's trying to act cool in front because she wants the popular girls to like her. So she kind of disses her her best friend Maddie, yeah, who makes her this adorable gift. He like makes her her dream house. Yeah, he basically builds like a Barbie house, yeah. but or a dollhouse, but catered of, to Jenna. Yeah, but it's like her her home, her yeah. actual house. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and so she kind of disses him in front of the girls and. Um, she then wishes to be 30, like magic wishing dust is on the house and it mm. sprinkles on her. So she wakes up. She's It's uh, 17 years later. Mm-hmm. She's 30. Mm-hmm. She's Jennifer Garner mm-hmm. and she has boobs. Mm-hmm. That's the like important thing that she discovers. And it's the early 2000s. Yeah, it's 2004. Because right? so she, she's 13 in the 80s. Yeah. And then she's she's 30 in 2004, which yeah. is the, when the movie came out. Yeah. So uh, a very funny 
scene is she wakes up and she's like, oh, she screams in the mirror and like flops and falls over a, a like an ottoman or something. She screams so loud and then her adult boyfriend walks out of the bathroom and pays no mind to it. She scre- she screeches. So it's not like he ha- and like they didn't like have headphones on him or anything. He just like walks out casually brushing his teeth and just like your girlfriend just shrieked Screamed. and fell over and you could not care less. He's a I mean, he is a he's a meathead, <laughs> as they establish. So she's 13 mentally in mm-hmm. a 30-year-old's body. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner is wonderful. Mm-hmm. in this she's it's so, so fun she's so fun yeah like she it's very like the beginning is very um yeah like physical physical humor yeah. that i kind of forgot about mm-hmm. like her like staring at her face yeah so hyster- it's similar to like freaky friday yeah kind of like they like they touched her cheeks mm-hmm. and she's like palping herself yeah. and and like just looking at her body and she's like what the hell is this and and yeah it flips over mm-hmm. and all these like little physical comedy bits at the beginning that it was just kind of silly to see now to see jennifer garner in that yeah because i feel like she has and she doesn't do that many comedies really these days so it was really fun to see her in that again and so we're we're re-watching alias right now Mm. and so watching her be like goofy and klutzy and like an alias she is like as slick as possible it's a very funny yeah another kind of physical acting i guess dichotomy but um she was not the first person they had in mind for this role. And like the, one of the things I also saw in this video mm. is apparently like uh, Reese Witherspoon and Renee Zellweger were up for this role. And ah. I can't see either of them doing this as well as Jennifer Garner. No, I think it, it they, gives a different touch that it is Jennifer Garner. Um, interesting. I see Reese Witherspoon because she is so like, cutesy silly especially at that time Mm -hmm. because it's right after legally blonde and so playing sort of like bubbly like bubble head person renee zellweger i have a hard time like i i I think she could after um diaries yeah bridget jones right it's just i think like it's the i mean again i think the movie would have been different like Mm -hmm. there would be like jennifer garner brings something different to the movie than Mm -hmm. they would have brought I just have a hard time seeing Renee Zellweger doing the like, whoa, like flipping over a thing. And, you know, like, I don't know. It's the like she has such a charm when she's like talking to that the 13 year old girl in the building. Oh, and she's like, I love your shoes. And she's like, why are you talking to me? And she's like, oh, my God. You know, like they're like when they start talking, like she's like finally another 13 year old I can talk to. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I can drop the the adult facade and just be me. (laughs) She's so good in that. Yeah. And like. I don't know. I um, I'm kind of gabbing a lot about how much I like the movie. I really was charmed by this movie, seeing it for the first time. I'm so surprised that you had. It's so up your alley. Like yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm very <clears throat> surprised you missed seeing that. Yeah. In the last sixteen years. years. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. By the by the way, that movie came out when I was thirteen. Wow. And we watched it for my thirtieth birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh kind of my god. <laughs> talk about. Like conspiracy numbers. Yeah. Um, did you see this movie in theaters when it came out? You know, I don't remember seeing it in theaters, I guess but little, it is possible. It is tougher. Like, do do movies like this? Because you were in France at this point. Yeah, unless they had, unless it was a summer blockbuster, mm-hmm. they then don't. I could, I could have possibly seen it in theaters with my sister and my brother John. Sure. But if it was not, then mm. it 
likely was more that I saw, and I only know it in English. That's how yeah. I I'm I'm thinking. I didn't see it in theater unless it was a blockbuster during the summer. Mm-hmm. If it was not, then I think I probably just saw it on TV sure. on cable yeah. here while I was here in the summer because I I don't think I've ever seen it in French dubbing. Uh huh. Um, so that's why I think like I probably saw it. If not that yet again, if not that summer, like the following summer on like TNT or something. Yeah. Um, and then since then I was like, yes. Also, John is a huge fan of Jennifer Gardner. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, it's possible that I saw it in theaters, With but him I don't because he was... Yeah, he was a big Alias fan. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a big crush on her for such a long time. So, yeah. Yeah, I but I don't remember seeing it in theaters. I just remember, like, always liking it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then revisiting it re- regularly. Like, yeah. if it was on TV, I would watch it. If I, if, like... I mean, I, I bought it on DVD pretty as soon as I could. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. It, it's just a fun... Mark Ruffalo is so dang cute. Oh, he's adorable in this. He's so cute. <laughs> the 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 humor is decent. I think the, the fact that she... I think, well, funny that you say that she was almost cast as Reese Witherspoon or, mm-hmm. or um, Renée Zellweger is... I think there's something important about the fact that she's a brunette kid. Because yeah. I think, like, especially for 2004, like, in the early aughts, like, the emblematic, like, hot American was person was a blonde woman. Yeah. And so I think, like, them casting a brunette kid and a brunette actress mm-hmm. was, like, especially because there's a, a the the plastics are all blonde, yeah. including Brie Larson. Yeah, right? Baby Brie Larson, who does, like, a phenomenal job at delivering two words. Yeah. Like, I love her with her little, like, bow in her hair. It's uh-huh. too good. Um, But I think they, like, did that on purpose. And, like, that's probably likely why I really liked it. Just, like, Mean Girls, where it's just, like, um, import- like, the look of the character is important because you're representing what's not in, like, at the time, the cultural mm-hmm. expectation of who's pretty and popular. Um, but yeah, I think just the whole thing, there's, there's just enough magic. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's coming of age and it's, it's romantical, but, or romantic, but it's like, I don't know. I also doesn't, I don't know. It's different than like your J-Lo romantic comedy mm-hmm. or your, your Matthew yeah. McConaughey because it's with kids. So it's just so much sweeter yeah. than like, and then they got married and got kids. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know it or, or like the whole, like. I don't know, Hitch, I feel like at the time that yeah. that was the, the comedy, the, the romantic comedy of the time was way more like adult based, of course. And then mm-hmm. this one, the fact that it progresses from them being best friends as kids and then getting along, well, her basically manipulating the story. So yeah. she actually gets with Mark Ruffalo as an adult. Um, it's And then it talks about like regret. I think like yeah. the main moral is like, don't like be careful and like appreciate what you have and um and like don't and you know try to not have regrets or whatever like those are the main morals i thought Um, it was also an interesting uh storytelling thing that she's awful like mm before like pre-turning you know like pre-getting her 13 year old brain she's apparently awful to everybody and like so like you find out that her and maddie have not been friends since high school Mm -hmm. um like she treats her assistant like garbage you know, she like she fires cheats people. on her she... boyfriend. She okay, the, uh, okay. I'm gonna say real quick, real quick diversion. Other than Mark Ruffalo, 
the men are like so blech yeah. looking and like the man that she cheats on her boyfriend with is one of like the hey like you know hey toots come over here like he's yeah. so blah and then it's like gross. the guy okay i could not get over this i laughed so hard when we were watching this in theaters and i wa- watched it again this afternoon i laughed again <laughs> The guy, so the scene is weird. The scene where she is at the bar with Judy Greer <laughs> and she's like, that guy's checking you out. And she goes and she ends up like talking to like a 13 year old boy. And she's mm-hmm. like, I think you're really cute. The guy that she's like, whoa, cutie over there is checking you out. No offense to this guy. Could they have not found a better looking man to he be like. He looks like a 50 year old man. Yeah. I and, was like, and these women, you know, they're in their 30s. The age gap the, is well, so the, weird. It perpetuates this thing of like these two like stunningly beautiful women find like. And again, I'm not trying to like rag on this guy's looks, but it kind of perpetuates this thing where it's like a schlubby looking guy, you know, like, and this guy is like, I, I, God, I feel very mean. <laughs> But he's like a. He uh, it also he's a, he kind of looks like five. Calvin Klein. Or yeah. no, not Calvin Klein. Uh, the other Klein. Chris the, Klein. No, wait. The guy from uh, Children of Men, with the curly hair. Oh. What? Uh, okay, sorry. Clive Continue. Owen. Yes, Clive, <laughs> not Klein. Clive Owen. He's like a poor man's Clive Owen. Well, he also has like this, like again. I I don't mean to make this like offensive to people <laughs> with curly hair. He has like this Brillo patty, curly hair. Yeah. It's just like again, and I'm I'm all for all body types and all and you know like it's I'm glad he wasn't like a shredded beefcake too. But it's just like, whoa, hottie alert over there. I'm just like, was he was he an avail- average Joe? Was he like the only person there? Like, what's the, like? I just, I mean, I feel the same about the hockey player. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because it's like 2004 and the standards are pretty low for what like a a male I, counterpart yeah. what is I, to be, while the women are all models. That's what I, I, that's what I'm trying <laughs> to get across. I'm not trying to rag on. The men and their looks. What I'm trying to say is that the standard for like, if you're going to be like an extra and a woman in a scene like that, then like they hire like un like unrealistically. I mean, fucking Wendy. Up. Wendy didn't need to be like a ten. She's like a fucking fifteen. Me yeah. and she has also just two lines, or she's like very right. B side character mm-hmm. in this plot. But to your point, yeah, I, a similar character on the male end of the right. spectrum is. It's just like uh, the expectations of like looking person. Yeah, that's that, that's what I was trying to get at. I, I came across mean, and I know, and I apologize. But it's like you like they you can have like as a man on screen, you can be just like dude in a sweater, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But if it's like tw- you know, like this is tr- true in two thousand four, and probably still true today. If that if the roles are switched, and it's two guys who are like, hey, check out that girl over there looking at you. Like, it has to be, like, a Jennifer Garner level, mm-hmm. like, whoa, buzz, yo, oy, oy, oy. <laughs> like, that's the sort of thing that, like, Hollywood expectations are, that's why it's bullshit. Not that, the, I again, I'm not trying to call these men ugly, but that the the standard for men and women is just, it's yeah, not. It, yeah, the, the difference is so weird. And and I feel this about the, about the hockey player. Mm-hmm. It, weirdly enough, it's not like Mark Ruffalo is your, is your, expected typical hottie yeah. in any I mean he hasn't done that many rom-coms and I think it's probably why mm-hmm. but he doesn't it the, the point of Maddie the character is not that he 
the I mean, whole point is that he's like sweet yeah. and dorky and cares about Jenna and, and he's he is like artistic. And, and he, he's handsome, he handsome. But even as a kid, like they cast this sort of like little chubby kid with yeah. long hair and who's like he he's way more confident than any nerd I went to school right. with. But like he's like he's got his old camera and he mm-hmm. like makes crafts and he's so dang cute. Yeah. He's like our a dorky girl's dream like mm-hmm. he's just so sweet and then the fact that he becomes an artist as an adult like right. it's just like he has all these qualities about him but mark ruffalo himself isn't i mean he's not your thor he's your bruce banner yeah which is i feel like those they are have two to different... cgi him to make him buff and exactly yeah. and 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 he plays the nerdy scientist as right. opposed to the like dummy god yeah or whatever um, so like Mark Ruffalo himself is always, is also typecast because of his looks, but mm-hmm. so like the average dude in the movie is like not, yeah, it's not your Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. but, but yet again, like everybody but Mark Ruffalo as a male is disgusting yeah. and like, and that's just separate from just like hiring people that are not at the same, like beauty standard yeah. as the women uh, but they're also pretty gross like even andy circus which is like when was the last time you saw a movie with andy circus himself I was, I, and yeah. not like a cgi character i was i was waiting for something because i saw his name on screen i was like there's no cause for a cgi character <laughs> in 13 going on 30 yeah i was like what <laughs> i am i gonna see him as him like i know i've seen him as him in other things but i was like this is prime andy circus cgi monstrosity like era mm-hmm. so i was like what are they gonna do here what is it gonna be and then when he shows up on screen he's like okay he's just he's just british gay guy yeah who's like at the top of of a magazine magazine yeah, yeah he's yeah who he's also kind of terrible he's for I mean, different like, reasons he starts he, off he turns a little yeah. bit at the end he he starts off and like they make it seem like he's kind of like a womanizer at first. He's like, hey, gorgeous, you know, like, hey, baby, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then, like, it's just, like, hard left. Like, no, he's gay. Actually, he's gay. Well, yeah, and, it, and that's how you know. Those are the few times that you know that it's a 2004 movie. Yeah. Is that he ends with her being like, you're gay? Uh-huh. Like, this whole, like, it's yeah. like this this big, like, break within the last like five minutes of the movie like that's supposed to be this big twist or yeah. this huge joke which totally falls flat now mm-hmm. where you're just like okay yeah <laughs> like, that's a big oh! moment for no reason yeah 2004 people are like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um never mind that i mean if you think about the the like math of the you know it's not mm-hmm. time travel but basically to her it is yeah. like she has no idea what happened between like 84 and 2000 three or whatever you know let me ask you a question do you think that this is a wish fulfilled like a true do you think that she got transported into 2004 into her 30 year old body or do you think because she she even brings it up herself that this could be a dream do you think that she is dreaming or do you think that is like an actual wish fulfillment well it's 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 it could be two things right it's vague the movie is vague yeah no it doesn't explain the science that's not the point it's not a sci-fi movie or fantasy movie at all right Right. it's not trying to explain any of it but in order for her to live this basically the second timeline where she appreciates maddie and dates him and doesn't give a shit about the plastic or whatever um the six judy greer or yeah the six the six six chicks the six chicks yeah (laughs) um i was a six chick (laughs) They can only be six. You can't be a yeah. seventh chick. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
for her to like appreciate and have the timeline where she marries Mark Ruffalo, uh-huh. that means she had she has to remember the the quote unquote original timeline right. of her being a dick to everyone and not yeah not marrying him. So it's either a dream, or it's it's two timelines. It's it well, not to there's like a pull thirteen a Loki going on thirty yeah multiverse. <laughs> but she like. She's a, uh, she makes like a, a second branch to the yeah. timeline. The TVA is not going <laughs> to like what Jennifer Garner has done to the timeline, the sacred timeline. But I I mean, I like the idea that it's, it's a different timeline because uh-huh. if it's all a dream, I'm not convinced she would like keep it up as much mm-hmm. if she had just imagined the whole thing yeah. in her mind. Um, but it, it does make it more of like a teenage reality based. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a, yeah. A real, reality based, like teenage fun. Yeah. Fantasy ish movie. Cause the, all the stuff that they like the, the photo of Madonna is like a photo that she has on her desk. Like the one that's signed in the future, mm-hmm. her apartment. She has like an article in a magazine like that apartment is in like an article that she has like oh, as a thirteen year old. Damn. So there's stuff in it that would lend you to believe. She reads poise as a kid yeah. too, and then she ends up like yeah working in the it. The only thing that seems unlikely that she'd be able to dream up are cell phones. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the only like that to right, me. Right, which the, is the only difference to her besides like fashion choices and things like right. that, which she can still imagine. I mean, I guess there was like some level of cell phones because so that would have been. So if time is 2004, so it'd have to be 1987. Mm-hmm. Yep. I guess there was like really rudimentary cell phones, like those like big car like, phones, and then and then huge, yeah, the big blocky things that only like Wall Street men had. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, like, but for her to imagine a flip phone. Well, I think it was just uh, were they flip phones or were they just like the kind of like bulky Nokia like bricks. I thought it was it was a, a classic right. silver like right. Motorola yeah. flip phone. Yeah, and we maybe just be putting too much thought into. <laughs> oh, we into definitely that stuff. are, but that's there's, literally what this podcast right. is. Right, because there's not like I mean like it's not like a thing where like she like I don't even think they played like another thing that lends to it they didn't play any modern music. No, it's all eighties. Yeah, yeah. 80, so 80s like Bob, it's actually quite the good soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack rocks. Mm-hmm. Other than we're not really liking Michael Jackson very much. Right um, these days, yeah. Um, and he plays a, the thriller plays a center. Yeah. <laughs> so thriller is kind of a third character in this movie. Um, <laughs> it, it is itself like it features a lot in it, but like, yeah, you're right. Like, um, like anytime they play music, it's always like eighties, eighties bops. Yeah. Yeah. Including when she's in the, in the cab and, uh, Jesse's girl starts playing and then her cab driver is Jim Gaffigan. Oh yeah. That was so random. Yeah. So weird. Why is Jim Gaffigan? Uh, I'm now doing the Jim Gaffigan voice. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan's in this movie. Why do you think they cast Jim Gaffigan as the cab driver? It's like, yeah, it's, that was it. Wasn't he famous at the time? I think maybe? he was not maybe quite not famous. Maybe not quite TV yet. famous. Maybe he was on stage. Yeah, like he had. Marvel. I think he was like still warming his way into like being in more in New York, m- more projects. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's random cameos in this in this movie for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack soundtrack is amazing. You're right. The only truly like not anything that she couldn't have imagined in 
84 yeah. is the flip or that would have been like kind of ridiculous for her to imagine a flip phone mm-hmm. in her dream i never thought about that before hmm. i don't interesting. know interesting interesting i just take movies as they are you know? <laughs> just, i guess i'm just like i'm just like appreciate for what they do i'm not one of these weirdos that just thinks about things all fucking day like you um yeah right yeah right <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, it, yeah, the movie, it, you know, ends in a happy ending. She wishes to be 13 again so she can go back and mm-hmm. do things right because she breaks up the marriage that, but that Mark Ruffalo is supposed to, well, she doesn't break have. it up. She goes and she, I guess like, she tries, she tries, she well, goes she's... to his wedding day and talks to him and yeah. is like, I basically love you. And he's yeah. like. I'm sorry, but this isn't the right time. And also, you've been yeah. a bitch to me, and I haven't talked to you in, in right. 10 years. These, like, 10 days yeah, have not made up for up. Mm-hmm. 17 years of you ignoring me. And and it doesn't work, and that's how she ends up being upset and wishing she could go back in time. Yeah, he kept the, the house that he made for her, and it still had, it still had some magic dust after all those years. And that's so she right. wishes to be 13 again, goes back, makes it right. And then, She's back at her birthday party in the basement. Yeah. And instead of uh telling Maddie to buzz off, she like kisses him. Kisses him and then tells uh I keep wanting to call her Gretchen. That's yeah, not her name. I know. Uh it tells Judy Greer. What is her freaking name? I it's know Beaver and they give each other bad nicknames. Yeah. And whatever. Uh she bu- tells her to yeah. buzz off. Yeah. And um, she calls her a biatch and spills a drink on her. Oh, yeah. That's pretty... That's quite cathartic. Yeah. That's great. Um, I will say, watching it this time, the beginning scene where they're... Um, so it's Jenna and Maddie mm-hmm. and then the the six chicks and then the, like, cute boys yeah. are douchey-looking. Um, who also... The main cute boy looks like the young version of the hockey player... Mm. He has that like blonde coiffy thing, and but he's, he's a jock because he's wearing. <laughs> right, he... oh right, that's the twist. Yeah, they, they know each other, but and... they look so much I, for the longest time. Yeah, as a kid, I don't think I like either remembered the joke about the Gaffigan or yeah. got it or something, because I always like was thinking, wait, did they like? She ends up working with her. She doesn't hang out with Matt. No, but she ends up working with her person she's known since middle school yeah and is dating the guy from middle school too no. like that's quite that's a lot for someone that like literally grew, grew this like giant career in new york from a small right. town but no it's just like the cute boy in the, at the party yeah. happens to have the same haircut as yeah. the hockey player yeah. who ends up being jim gaffigan jim gaffigan anyway. yeah but the 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 in that scene where they're in the basement they like uh, the Judy Greer little girl goes like, oh, we got to play Seven Minutes in Heaven. Yeah. Is that what it's called? And Jenna, who's still like naive 13-year-old, mm-hmm. is really sweet. And she's like, well, how does that one go again? Uh-huh. Like, she's obviously never played it. Yeah. And then they say, oh, you're going to go first. We're going to blindfold you and you're going to go to a closet and a boy is going to do whatever they want with you for seven minutes. Ew. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right. This is the world we all bathed in for centuries. Disgusting. <laughs> that made me, like, super comfortable to watch again. Yeah. But other than that, and some weird, some, like, very 2004, like, gay jokes, 
I didn't, I didn't find and then having thriller be yeah. like there wasn't there's not enough like huge boo boos about the movie that like I find super problematic. Yeah. There's a, I mean like I, uh, not problematic stuff. I'll, there's two scenes I really want to highlight. Mm. The scene where she goes home and like she goes to her parents' house, but her parents are on vacation. And then they come they come in while she's in like mid meltdown. Mm-hmm. I cried both times when she, when her dad like opens the closet and she's like, dad, and like runs up to him. I bawled in the movie theater first, like watching that for the first time. And then I cried again today. Just like that desperation of like a kid who's just missing their parents Mm -hmm. and she just wants to like be comforted by her mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Like that scene is so good. Yeah. Is she eating like, she's at the kitchen table with just her mom and she is obviously like, she doesn't have any makeup on and she looks like she's been crying and, and she's just wearing a sweatshirt and she's eating like cereal or soup or something Mm -hmm. out of a bowl. And she like asks her mom like all these like sort of wisdom questions and it it sort of boils down to her like be feeling so guilty about being mean yeah and and realizing that she's become this mean adult like that i was just like that always gets me every time i watch it it's like jennifer gardner's performance in that scene is Mm -hmm. is is unexpected yeah because the rest of it is so silly yeah and then she pulls in like a really emotional scene yeah real like deep emotions that most of us have had and, yeah in a sweet moment with her mom is, the, is uh, very endearing there was a yuck i wanted to get off when we were watching the movie in the theater but i didn't feel like it was appropriate <laughs> or like i wasn't sure that the room would get it or appreciate uh-huh. it is it's the scene where they're on the swing sets mm-hmm. and mark ruffles like i bet i can still jump farther than you and they do the thing and they both fly off and then he somehow ends up like rolling on top of her yeah i i almost yelled out um what did this what did this get desk guest directed by joss whedon it's just like <laughs> it's such a whedon thing of like oops i fell yeah, out. you know like yeah. oh the man fell on top of the woman i was just like uh, okay oh yeah no it's totally like cw move i feel like yeah like, if it was a tv show it would totally fit in there yeah. on that um channel just this it, unnatural yeah. movement of like oh we're on top of oh. each other now oh no <laughs> i guess we have to kiss <laughs> it'd be a waste if we didn't kiss it's here. the like what 101 dalmatians like we got twisted in a pond situation yeah Yeah. it's ridiculous um so liza Mm -hmm. out of five razzles which are the the candy that's a gum oh it is gum yeah i keep thinking they're skittles they're little candies that are gum Mm. how out of five razzles what would you give 13 going on 30 i give it a five yeah how about you? I got to give it a five. Really? This, it is so watchable. It's so fun. It is so fun. Jennifer Garner is wonderful in this. I am not kidding you. I think this is maybe... Where were you for the last... I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm not kidding. This may be my favorite movie that she's in. Oh, wow. Like, I again, like, I'm not, you know, I'm. Not, she doesn't have, like, a prolific movie career. No. She's mostly been, like, you know, Alias is kind of what she's known for the most. action stuff. And... You know, I haven't seen a ton of the movies that she's been in recently. But she is Electra. She is Electra. Don't forget, she's in that Daredevil movie. <laughs> that everybody so likes. So that's in a running. Um, she's wonderful in this, mm-hmm. and like it's it's you know like and I just watched it again today. It has not been two weeks since we watched it in the theater, so I've watched this movie twice within like a week and a half, and I enjoyed it again. Like yeah. rewatching it again, so th- I think it has r- immense rewatchability. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I think this is an easy five. Yeah, on, on the entertainment level. Mm-hmm. Especially for an early aughts. Especially for early aughts, like, it's it, it holds surprisingly up. unproblematic in I, a lot of ways. I was very glad that everybody that came to my birthday left on a good note i was kind of worried you know it's one of those like i'm like well i really like it it's really cheesy yeah but of course people knew that coming in there were at least four or five people that had never seen it yeah and so i gave you the worst time Mm -hmm. but uh you were not the only one and and then everybody left me like that held up like that was not like you know your 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 you know a torturous rom-com from Mm -hmm. the 2000s that nobody wants to see again. Yeah, I. Um, so I'm patting myself on the back. You're yeah, welcome. Good choice, for the Liza. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Good choice, Liza. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I was the thing I was worried about watching is because you know we're watching with a bunch of people in their 30s, um, maybe some people in their 20s. I don't want to make any assumptions, <laughs> um, but it's it's a group of people who like can very easily be kind of cynical about things, mm-hmm. and I can do that too very easily. <clears throat> but I remember thinking like midway through, I'm just like, if any of these monsters <laughs> say something disparaging about this movie, I'm going to get upset, but I'm also going to feel really bad because they've lost the whimsy and magic of their no. lives that they can't enjoy <laughs> this. But yeah. luckily nobody was, was no, that I bad. think everybody had a good time. Even, yeah. even the cynicalists yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, one thing that I will mention is, Jennifer Garner is fucking buff in this movie. Yeah. She looks like a dancer. There's well, she's a couple been doing of alias. Well, yeah, exactly. And I don't think she was ever not fit. I don't yeah. know. She seems to have that stature that I yeah. know, she was always a fit person. But she there's a couple scenes mm-hmm. where she her like I'm an adult. I'm a 13 year old in an adult body, and I'm I'm still like awkward with my body, yeah. but I'm like being proud of like yeah. having curves and you know. And she's wearing this like spaghetti dress, and she in the way she's walking, very determined, yeah. is like her. You can see her back really well, mm-hmm. and you don't want to fuck with her. She yeah. will rip you to yeah. shreds. <laughs> she's yeah. so buff. As much as like I wish it was a different song, the thriller dance scene is also really fun, mm-hmm. and she like yeah, she just has like they nail it. They nail it, mm-hmm. and she's yeah. She's just like very smooth with her mm-hmm. body, and yeah, she's mm-hmm. she is buff as heck. Yeah, including Andy Circus. Yeah, including Andy Circus. <laughs> Apparently, another thing I learned in that list is that that almost is what uh, Mark Ruffalo almost said no because he didn't want to dance in the movie. Oh, and then like, they wrote it in maybe because well, no, he, he, he like, doesn't he doesn't want to, and then he gets forced to do it, yeah. and then he leaves halfway. Yeah, he was like unconfident in his ability to like pull it off, so he was like, "I'm not sure I should do this." It's a and hard, like, I, you know, it's yeah, very curved. He did good. I yeah, mean, like especially right. like I think he did a good job of like towing that line of like awkward guy who mm-hmm. like maybe can't dance and doesn't know it, like hasn't done this in 15 years yeah. to like st- start to remember it and feel good about it. So, anyways, Liza, you ready for this prize, guys? Yes. Yes. We should do like a choreographed dancing scene for Hannah. Oh my god. Now I can play the awkward dude. <laughs> that doesn't know how to dance. Thank y'all. Thank What's you. the surprise? So the surprise prize is a question, Liza. <laughs> <laughs> do you have COVID? Oh no. Take this COVID test. <laughs> Um, if you were to 13 going on 30 mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. if you right now were your, had your 13, the 13 year old brain in this 30 year old mm-hmm. body, mm-hmm. 
What do you think your 13 year old self would think of your life? Oh God. Would she be, do you think that, do you think that there, I mean, I didn't mean for this to, I don't want this to be like a heavy, like, <laughs> are you happy with your life thing? But like, do you think that there are parts of your life that your 13 year old self would be like, wow, this is cool. Yes. I think, um, yeah, I think, I think for the most part, I think probably like 90% mm-hmm. the 13 year old me would be happy that that it might be to the fact that the 13 year old me was quite angry with the world. Uh-huh. So the fact that I've, I'm still regularly angry with the world, but uh-huh. uh, on the more controlled, yeah, like uh, balanced uh-huh. manner. Yeah, balance, yeah. <laughs> you know that the world's fucked up and you're angry, but also like it doesn't I, do you any good to be just mad all the time. Exactly. Like I know I've learned how to enjoy the good stuff. Yeah. Um. So... I think 13-year-old Liza would be very happy mm-hmm. uh, to know that, like, I have this, like, tight-knit group of friends that, mm-hmm. like, show that they care and that, um, I don't know, I, like, have a job that I like. Yeah. I think were probably, like, the main things when I was 13 uh-huh. of being, like... I was the kind of kid that always wanted to be an adult since, like, ever. Yeah. So, like, I, I always, like, I was really excited to th- turn 30 even now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have, like, I've all, because I'm the youngest of everyone I know most of the time. Uh-huh. Not so much as, not as much as anymore, but that's what I grew up with. So, it's, like, always wanting That's mostly to... why you became friends with Jade. Yeah, exactly. So I have at least one friend that's yeah. younger than me. Oh, finally. Finally. The, that's the only good use that she has. Love you, Jade. Love you, Jade. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, I think like just the, the fact that I'm doing what I want to do mm-hmm. and I'm like fairly independent yeah. and, um, and like happy and I know where <laughs> to find my happiness. I think yeah. my, 13 year old self would be content with that yeah how about you i have a harder time thinking about 13 to 30 but like i could say from like 20 to 37 that like 17 year gap mm-hmm. um yeah i think like my 20 year old self would be really happy with That's how good. things are going right now uh i was really depressed when i was 20 <laughs> like yeah um i had a shitty job mm-hmm. i mean i don't have a, a nine to five job right now but like no, but you hated your job at the time. I hated is, my job. Hated help. working. So I worked at, you know, as we talked about before, Blockbuster when I was 20. And I hated it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was miserable. And um, things were not good. Mm-hmm. And I was not in a good, like, health space mentally or physically. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think, like, knowing how things kind of evened out for me. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, knowing that, like, yeah, I also, like... I like what I do. I love being able to do this with you mm-hmm. and um, with, you know, the other pods that I do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I I know what makes me happy. I know how to find, like, my happiness, like right. you were saying. Knowing that, like, yeah, like, similar to you, I have, like, a group of friends that I know, like, care about me. And not that I didn't then, but mm-hmm. it was harder to recognize when you're 20 and angsty. Yeah. And, you know, ha- knowing I have that in my life and you know my partner is very supportive and Mm -hmm. all that and we have a good dog and you know all this stuff yeah i think like for sure like 17 years ago me Mm -hmm. would be like dude (laughs) your fucking life rocks yeah hang on hang on tight i think uh that's always what i 
like think about like for any teen anybody going through teenage yeah. mode right now i'm like just hang on tight right it, i hate you know i hate like, i hate that like the the it gets better thing got kind of co-opted into being kind of corny right but i do like i would like just i wish i could stress to people that like i you know like just hang like hang on because like mm-hmm. shit was really rocky for me for a long time mm-hmm. and like no i'm not pretending like i don't also have lows and yeah, like to that this still. day. But I think like just being like finding tools and being yeah. years that help you like mitigate and yeah. like balance out because mm-hmm. those things are not gonna go away. Yeah. And and so fight like being able to like be an adult and and realize that like how far you've come in like that that emotional mm-hmm. learning and like education for yourself is like is is. I would not give it up for anything. Yeah. I think it's the most important thing. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean for this to be a really deep and... I mean, it is... And, it is... Yeah. Due to this movie, it's yeah. real deep and yeah. like a real thinker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm glad we were able to talk about it. And, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah. I'm enough to watch it twice. Yeah. Maybe a third That's... time. We'll see. Maybe 13 <laughs> times. Um, but what you can do is uh, subscribe to our Patreon once you don't That's even right. have to subscribe 13 times you have to do it the one time you could um, review us 13 times you could review us 13 times you could like 13 of our posts on instagram here we go instagram.com slash throwback to school mm-hmm. and uh patreon.com slash good talk studio that's right those are the links babies and uh see you tomorrow see you tomorrow Bye-bye. bye bye